once knew these two guys. Each, in their own way, had had it all. And blew it. Left with broken brains and battered bravery, having to find parts of themselves they had seen in film and cinema. But who were they anymore? If they were going to do this, it needed to be the most thorough search for identity ever undertaken. Welcome to the Every Movie Ever podcast with your hosts, Ben Groves and Rob McFarlane. This episode contains spoilers. I, wonder, I thought it was like a, like a countdown for like Surprise, a motherfucker. This is how you get cancelled. <laughs> what we're doing is we're systematically inviting podcasts on to... Uh, <laughs> to murder them. To murder them. <laughs> Eventually, well, there'll be one podcast. Yeah. It'll be us and Joe Rogan in a final, in a final death match. That'll be settled in the octagon. Yeah. It's a foolproof plan. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. To be fair, I think that I think that motherfucker's about three inches away from a stroke. So, uh, oh yeah, I'm about three inches away from an average size penis. <laughs> Shall we get started on the episode? Ready? Yeah, go yeah, on. Go Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Every Movie Ever podcast. My name is Ben Groves, and my name is Rob McFarlane. And today we are joined by a very special guest, host of the Let's Talk Horror podcast, BP. How are you doing, man? I'm um, I'm doing good. You're all right. Thank you for having me on. Dude, oh, thanks for being pleasure. here. It's, it's, it's our privilege, not yours. Trust well, me, this so. is going to be an absolute shambles that you're going to have to try and navigate. <laughs> <laughs> We've got you on to class the place up a bit. Don't worry. Oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know about that. So tell us a little bit about your podcast, buddy. I'm a, I'm a big fan. I've listened to every episode now. Your John oh. Carpenter thing sort of got me reeled in. Um, I started listening to it one day when it was when I was cooking, and then by the end of it, I was like, "Oh fuck! Well, this is my evening now." And then it was just like an antho- anthological listen of everything that you'd put out. Oh well, it thanks, was wonderful. Man. Yeah, tell uh, us a bit about it. Tell us where we can find it. Yeah, so obviously it's available on on pretty much everywhere: Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all the all the usual yeah. platforms. You're not an idiot. You've made sure there's there's nowhere that people are going to look for you and not find yeah. you. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it all started during the first lockdown because I went fucking batshit crazy, <laughs> and uh, like everyone else. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, creatively, I was like, I need to do this or do something where uh, I hurt myself or someone else. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, do you know what I think? I think I think I've realised that that starting a podcast is fundamentally a sign of not being very well. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's like mental therapy. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But then you get like halfway through of doing them, and you get to like episode five or six, and you're like, "Is this helping?" Yeah, yeah. Um, it's, it's talking to someone for narcissists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Well, the problem that I've got is that I do the show on my own. It's just me. Oh my god. So, um, listening to my own voice that I hate. Mm-hmm. It's like a cross between like David Beckham and Jason Statham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, <laughs> <laughs> like, like <laughs> that is such a perfect mashup. I can't yeah, unhear is. that now. It's like well annoying, but you know, might be double hard. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, it's you know that kicking football <laughs> to large sharks. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. The two things that go together really well. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's just it's just so annoying trying to do it on my own, which is the worst part of recording it. But yeah, it's uh, it, I started it, and I, I you know obviously horror is what it's all about. I, yeah. I love it. I always have mm-hmm. since I was a kid, and 
the advantage that this gives to me is is doing what I do in my everyday life, which is uh, be that guy that everybody goes to when they're like, oh, what's that horror film? And I'm like, oh, this one. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, As the king of <laughs> you know, horror films, let me yeah, tell you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's it. Mate, so, what's that film with that thing in it? You know, it's like scary in that. Oh, yeah, the thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're right. That's it. Oh. But, um, but yeah, it was, you know, that, that was pretty much it. I needed to do mm. something. I wanted to do something. And I was like, what do I know about horror? Uh, can I sit here and talk ages about it? Yeah, why not? Yeah. And that, that's pretty much nice where it came one, from. Well, you fucking nailed it, man. I'm a big fan. Yeah, oh, I'm glad. Nice I'm glad you it. suggested the the horror movie that we watched uh, together. Yeah, because I have to say it's um, it is a horror film, but it's more the ho- it's like a horror for filmmakers because it's such a terribly put together film. It becomes a horror film. Yeah, because you just watch it horrified that yeah. somebody put this out with their name on it. Yeah, that's literally one of the jokes I make all the time with these films. It's like they are horrible films. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's talk horrible films. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you suggested the movie that we that we do today. Um, when you suggested it to me, I thought I'd seen this in the past, but I'm, I fuck knows what movie I was thinking of because this came out of left field. You wouldn't forget this film if you saw it. Dude, I wouldn't have watched it again. Yeah, I mean, I've I got to say, VP, you're a lovely guy, but fuck you because on my deathbed, this will flash before my eyes. Oh, uh, you know what? You've taken, you've taken the slot of a precious memory. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, man, I, 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 man uh, do you know what? I love this film so fucking much. I'm, dude, I don't fucking know where I am right now with this movie. Like, I've yeah. never felt this lost after yeah. a film mm. has finished in my yeah. entire life. I started watching it and I was like, oh, this is quite funny. And then mm-hmm. it gets into it and I'm like, what in the fuck is happening? Yeah. yeah. And then around the, like, the middle part, I'm half having the best time of my life, mm. half yeah. trying not to fall asleep. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah, it, yeah. it doesn't really end with it's anything. Like, it's like being given bad drugs against your will. It's you're like, sort of having a good time, yeah. but you're also not really happy that this is happening at all. Purple Ohms. <laughs> Purple Ohms. The legal high that was like sold as a... As it was a legal alternative to mushrooms Only and LSD. you know that reference, Ben, Yeah, of course. No, enough. no, no. There's a couple of people in Shrewsbury where <laughs> that one shop that sold them to me every summer yeah, yeah. will understand what I'm on about. Purple Ohms. <laughs> He's they made you trip. Like, Dude, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is just one guy that listens to podcasts going, oh, yeah, yeah I remember. Yeah, yeah. You're really, really uh, hitting that long tail, that yeah. niche, you know? But it's like a legal high. Like, it's almost a high. It's mm-hmm. not quite a trip. It's almost yeah. a trip. And then Smoking you feel horrible. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite, yeah. it's, dude, I watched this. I finished watching this literally like 40 minutes ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and I needed 40 minutes before we started recording to try and process what like, just happened. Like, you do that thing where you like, you don't know whether you've passed out. Mm. Yeah. And you're walking around going, is everything real? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I was cold, but I'm sweating. And now I'm thinking it might have been a fever dream, right? Yeah. <laughs> so for the benefit of the listeners at home, let me um, give you a brief synopsis. Cool. There is like a gigantic... Should we mention what film it is first? No, 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 no. no. I think no? we leave that. I think that if they've clicked on the fucking podcast, Ben, they know the title. <laughs> they might not do. <laughs> okay, so for the benefit of our blind listeners... Um, this Ninja is, FBI. <laughs> this is Samurai Cop. And it's about a giant anthropomorphic hamster villain um, with massive cheeks that is working for a racist caric- caricature of a Japanese gangster played by an Apple ja- actual Japanese man, so I don't know how he slept at night, um, <laughs> fighting a 
samurai cop who is in all ways a very American non-samurai cop who um, apparently went to Japan for a very long time but does not know how to say Japanese names. In fact, he, re- he refers to one Japanese character as that Omaha Yamaha guy, yep. which really speaks to his years in Japan learning under a Japanese master. Dude, I mean, I, I lived in Japan for two years, and mm. I will never be as Japanese as, as this Samurai Cop. Samurai yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know that Japanese guy, Omaha Yamaha, whatever. Yeah. yeah, there's loads of them over in Japan. Yeah, exactly. He is a, uh, he is a long-haired... Muscular Sylvester Stallone stunt double. Mostly long-haired. Mostly long-haired. Sometimes Sometimes long-haired. Sometimes short-haired wearing a wig. Yeah, a wig that would (laughs) not look less realistic if it had a fucking chin strap. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, But he's he's, he's drafted into the LAPD to to break up this Japanese gang um, uh, called the Katana. Uh, because everyone in the making of this film did lots of research onto Japanese things. Yeah. Uh, And just so you know, katana means Japanese sword. Yeah. Yeah. It was either that or chopstick, which means (laughs) Japanese fork. (laughs) Um, And uh, it is, uh, we were talking just before this went on, if you were going to put a film together, you would do better with two monkeys on typewriters writing a script. You don't need infinite. You don't need infinite <laughs> amounts. This is random chance could not have made a film this poorly put together. I don't like, know. They could man. have just rolled dice like for I, every decision, okay. and they would have got a better film. I'm in two camps, right? Because I've done so little research on this. I went into this movie blind, right? I was mm-hmm. thinking, I want to have a fun time. Fuck it, let's go into it blind. Yeah, yeah. I'm still like, I'm in two camps. If this is, it could be either comical satire done so fucking nope. well that it is absolute genius or nope. it's someone was like i'm gonna make a really fucking good action movie for 11 dollars." yeah now I, I mean so the two options i don't so, think there's so a middle I, ground I think bp can speak to this because i must admit i watched this this week and i did you know i did when i say i did research i did like a, a sort of anti-vaxxers level of research i looked on wikipedia <laughs> and i looked on imdb and i went well i know everything there is to know now yeah. i'm gonna go argue with someone who's got a phd yeah. um bp you said this is a favorite of yours could you perhaps enlighten ben a little bit about the incredible production of this film i mean there's not an awful lot out there apart from the fact that it was it's a, it was meant to be legit yeah like like it was my mind yeah Yeah, yeah. it wasn't supposed to be like a satire or anything it's supposed to be real um and everybody uh especially um you know samurai cop himself was like actually on board to make something that was like a a real thing um, which is why he went into like hiding for afterwards yeah um <laughs> and that's that's legit. No right. one could find. Well, he him. went into hiding and then and then got arrested for an armed robbery of a Rembrandt yeah. painting. Please and then... say that it was with a katana sword. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, do you mean a sword sword? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, sorry, I don't. I didn't mean a to... Japanese sword sword. Yeah, a Japanese as the film sword established. Sword. Katana means Japanese sword. It's like when he got arrested and the cops are all like, oh, that, oh, he's got a sword on him. And he's like, no, it's a katana. Yeah, yeah, it's a katana. Why did you just walk around the streets with a katana? Because I'm a samurai cop. All right, buddy. All right, so, buddy. But yeah, it was it was legit real. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, it's just funny because like you can literally tell that they had zero money making it. Yeah, yeah. Um, to the no. point there's so many shots in it where they're filming across the street. Because mm-hmm. they haven't got permits. Yeah. yeah. 
and dubbing over the top of it. There are scenes in this film where they have four characters talking and none of them have the same background or a shot on the film, same <laughs> yeah. film stock. <laughs> I, there's one there's one moment, right, in this movie. I mm. didn't realise that it was supposed to be in a hospital. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I had no clue that that was meant to be a hospital in this yeah. life. There was nothing about this. That, it's like a student dorm room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. Had, it's, it's, the, it's the film production offices. They dude, use that as I, their one location. But that was... And then I clicked a little bit later on that that's also the police station. And it's also <laughs> yeah. in some of the shots of the restaurant where yeah. he's, he's supposedly talking to, yeah, the gang, yeah, so, the, to the gangsters, the Katana gang. So it's, they did, they did all the principal photography and told everyone they were done. Started editing it, realizing that they only had one take of most things, and most of those one takes were unusable. So they called everyone back. Basically, most of this film, 90% of this film, is the first take, right? Yes. And the only take. And the only take. (laughs) The fight scenes were not agreed or prepared before they started rolling. I call bullshit. They're majestic. (laughs) Um, and then when they got into editing it they realized they only had half the picture so they had to call everyone back most of the bit part actors were not available so it's the audio editor putting on voices pretending to be all these people shut the fuck up no it isn't it is and all the backgrounds are the director's office hence the wig because he'd cut his hair following thinking the film was wrapped and let me tell you this right this film genuinely you know I've, I've been quite open about the fact that i'm a mental motherfucker in the midst of a mental breakdown but you know what this film may have cured me because amir shervin right amir shervin your therapist just got a shiver down a spine being like fucking no it didn't stop right? it <laughs> you say that this piece of shit film was yeah. made by a director who had 30 years of experience making films and it shows <laughs> yeah, it really does. It really does. <laughs> and if Amir Shervin, after 30 years, can produce this absolute fucking contents of the bin outside the abortion clinic, I'm I'm better. I'm better than I thought I was. Fucking hell. And this, this director as well, James Cameron, was his apprentice, so... <laughs> No, 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 no. Because for a moment there, VP, I was like, oh my fucking God, what? <laughs> Almost. <laughs> I'm Right, okay, so I, I came away from this movie thinking this might be satire. It might mm-hmm. be so fucking well done. It might mm-hmm. be one of those movies that kick-started the whole, like, mm-hmm. the piss-takey kung fu movies. Yep, nope. And I was like, that would be fucking amazing if this was if this was one of the like the early movies where the director was like, this is going to be an absolute fucking yeah. This is going to be so funny. In twenty five years time, thirty years time, when people are sitting and watching this for podcasts, yep. I'm going to be recognised for the genius that I am. <laughs> They're going to fucking get it. They're going to get it. They're going to get me. I'm going to get the recognition mm. I deserve. And I came away being sort of like, if this is satire, it's fucking genius. Like it is literal genius no it's serious and that's that's the, i mean it is literal genius to watch if you if you view it in those terms 100 yeah. i mean dear listener i promise you remember like resident evil on the playstation one yes better put together in terms of acting hold on, physical. Hold, on hold on it's <laughs> the voice acted lines of resident evil one weren't great a jill sandwich but <laughs> that is like fucking Oscar worthy compared to the That's dub my in point. this movie. That's my point. There is a helicopter pilot and a fucking policeman on the ground yep. talking to each other like they're yeah. in the like they're in the same yeah, like yeah, this yeah, yeah. like me and you right now. The, I found there was a weird cognitive dissonance. You know, being a, 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 a having some small experience in sound, the complete mismatch between what I was looking at and what I was hearing was physically painful. Dude. 
Do you remember? Okay, me and you went to university together. Do you remember being in Nick's room watching Rock and Roll High School, the Ramones movie? Yes. Okay, I had a panic attack and freaked out because I couldn't handle what I was hearing and what I was seeing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it, yeah. it was it was too much of like yeah, my yeah. brain couldn't handle it. I was on the <laughs> the brink of panic attack for like yeah, yeah. two thirds of this movie because I was like, this doesn't make sense. So I'm just gonna laugh to sort of ease the pain a little bit. Yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. not pain. Ease the fucking crippling anxiety that is about to take over my I'm entire trying, I'm trying, soul. I'm trying to think if I have a favourite moment of, of terrible dubbing. DB, I- well, the best bit for me is definitely um, when he goes back to see the, the potential love interest. Um, oh, God. And he, he's like in the office. <laughs> oh, my and she, she's got that weird, awful... Yeah, I don't even know what it's made of. Like wool or something of the lion hanging oh, up in the background. So awful. <laughs> I, I took so many screenshots of that line. <laughs> but she says something. She says something, and the, and, the, and the camera's on her, and her mouth doesn't move. And, it, yeah. and then she says something. Um, that's like for me that caught me out off guard. Yeah. I was like, "Hang on, am I, have I got voices in my head?" I think. Okay. I think. I think my favourite moment was when, it, quite early in the film, there is a man on the ground on fire. Right? <laughs> and there is the sound of him screaming yeah. whilst the stuntman with a dead face and a closed mouth just looks directly yeah. at the camera. And they're like, put him out, put him out. <laughs> you mean the stuntman that is at least 30 years younger than the person he's supposed to be playing yeah. and looks directly at the camera for about yes. 40 seconds. With his and mouth you... closed whilst he's supposed to be screaming. And you can see the sheer like panic in both oh. the actors' faces because they're yeah. like, that's a real person. We've got to put him out. Yeah, yeah. There's they're literally just some homeless the guy the director gave a 10 and now we're really responsible for what happened. Uh, drop and roll. <laughs> Don't worry, guys. We've got fire safety on set. We've got the world's smallest fire extinguisher and a polyester blanket. <laughs> Let's just here you go, guys. Here's your no fire training and no safety nets whatsoever. Go put this man on fire that I've just set on fire out. Mm-hmm. By the way, it's petrol. Have fun. <laughs> and, and funny enough, the guy that they set on fire ends up having like some of the funniest scenes in the movie. Oh my god, him um, in the hospital with the masturbation noises. Yeah, so I'm glad you noticed that because literally he's jizzing his pants the whole time. He's in hospital wrapped in bandages going, and he's supposed to be in pain. The director's been like, okay, be in pain. And he's just going, uh, uh, Yeah, he's uh, like, uh, uh, like uh, full on jizz in his pants. fucking bizarre, bizarre But also the best part of that is when (laughs) they're trying to talk to him and she turns around and goes, <laughs> Sorry, it's so funny. He turns around and he goes, He can't talk. He's got burnt lips. <laughs> she's such a like medical professional. Had a bad soup. Yeah, she's, she's so serious about it. He can't got, talk. Can't talk. Burnt, lips. Got burnt lips. Can't talk for a few weeks. He's got burnt lips. He'll talk eventually. Yeah. You gotta give him some weeks. He'll never walk again. Dude, that entire scene, right, in, which is supposed to be the fucking hospital, which took me forever to realise it was a hospital. Um, the fucking when the the oh, what's her name in the film? Oh yeah, don't that's, ask me to remember character names. No, no, no. Her name, <laughs> her name in the movie is female henchwoman. <laughs> <laughs> female henchwoman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let that settle in. Yep, fantastic. So, female henchwoman, <laughs> actual character name, very uh, ahead of its, it's time with it's, the gender. It's, it's, man, this is pushing the boat out for nineteen ninety one. Exactly, it's like um, chasing Amy of action. So, the fucking the burnt guy who is just come from a foiled cocaine deal for some reason. Yep, 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 yep. That was being ch- in a high speed chase 
for also some other reason. It doesn't matter. We're here now. Mm-hmm. The fucking the burnt guy is being protected by cops because they're waiting for him to talk. Right, the coked like, out security guard. Yeah, the one oh security, the one cop that was guarding the room. Right, he's definitely fucking, off his face. Oh mate. mate, he is got itchy teeth in that scene. His hair is him. made of like wet noodles, and <laughs> I, I will fight anyone that tells me that they're not wet noodles, just loosely painted black with shoe polish. I will fight anyone in the street because you are wrong. Female henchwoman walks towards this room with a fucking like an enormous an enormous like cart mm-hmm. i guess with a normal like kitchen bin in yeah. the middle of it and then yeah, yeah. weird sheeting all around it going well i have to change the bin mm-hmm. and the cop just goes yeah all right yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's it but, but you have to realize when they wrote the script this was set in a hospital with a hospital cart and a hospital bin and when they started filming two days later they went well we've not got any of that all the actors are in their own clothes and we're in the tiny office (laughs) i I get this (laughs) i get this so someone find a bin and we'll shoot the scene so i get this but i mean if you were guarding a man that was just almost burnt Mm -hmm. to death who is 100% gonna spill spill the Mm -hmm. beans on like a japanese gang that are running Los Angeles drug money, Yeah, the Katana right? Gang. It means Japanese sword. The Katana Gang. Yeah, so Japanese <laughs> sword slash cocaine dealers, mm-hmm. right? You'd guard that, that person. You'd fucking check the loosely veiled cart with a floating no, bin I'm in the middle BP of it, right? here. The amount of cocaine that that actor was on, I think it... I was yeah. just about to say, this guy's coked his, yeah, on yeah, his yeah. face. All he wants to do is get back in the bathroom and claim that he's got a bad tummy. <laughs> <laughs> he walks over to the fucking receptionist. Instead of checking the bin, he walks to the receptionist. They're having a conversation. There is zero dialogue that's yeah, heard. Yeah. They are, it was yeah, like yeah. background... You know yeah, when yeah. The, like the news anchors and, are doing also, their broadcast? in front of them, a nurse walks towards the camera and I was like, why is that? nurse look weird and i realized she wasn't wearing uh, uh like a hospital jacket she's okay. wearing like a white evening jacket yeah most doctors do do that now it's the fashion all right just because they're medical professionals doesn't mean they can't look on fleek all right yeah yeah, yeah. but then later on in the literally the next scene they have three hospital jackets so i'm like just borrow one off that actor. I know, I know. <laughs> they got them afterwards. Yeah, yeah. But this fucking magical floating bin cart makes it into the room, and it is the politest. It's it's hiding. Uh, um, what's his name? Yamashita. Yes, yeah. Hamster man. It's like this. He's yeah. He's this dude. His face is terrifying. <laughs> Um, yeah. His face no is offense. in a different aspect ratio to the rest of the film. I but thought... He's dead now, I think. Dude, is he? Uh, yeah. Oh, that's a no, shame, man. I mean, I could have just literally made that up. I, I'm, I'm I mean, there's, already, already, there's already actors there's already actors in this film that people said were dead and weren't. <laughs> yeah. I know he died in yeah, 2015, Robert Zadar. I thought he oh, was... Oh, he had cherubism, a medical condition resulting right. in an enlarged jawline. Giant dude, face injury. Yeah, Ben, you absolute hate crime. No, dude, as in, like, I didn't think... I thought it was, like... You know Jaws, the Bond villain? Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like him mixed with, you know... Have you seen Machete? Hey Arnold. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you seen Machete though, yeah? <laughs> yeah. You know yeah. Lindsay Lohan's dad in Machete? Yep. It's him crossed with Jaws from James yeah, Bond. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it is the, the most terrifying mashup I didn't know that I needed <laughs> in my life <laughs> until yeah, you, today. If you tried hitting him, you'd break your fist. Fucking, mate, Well, it's I mean, crazy. Samurai Cop does it a number of times in this yeah. film. And, well... Well, I say Come that, on. The, the fight scenes. Those fight scenes where he you grabs can tell his face about... and wobbles a little bit. He doesn't really do much punching. Um, but this fucking guy decapitates the burnt mm. face man, right? Yep. The, the on fire man. He decapitates him in the politest way possible. Yeah. <laughs> there is no effort. It's like he's just sort of like slicing like, butter. 
Yeah, but like the butter's a little bit refrigerated, so there's a yeah, little yeah. bit of resistance. You yeah, know, because I mean? he was he thought he was going to say something, but he couldn't because he had burnt lips. Burnt lips. Oh man, just cut his lips off. <laughs> he'll never well, no, talk again. He won't have burnt lips. He'll be able to talk. <laughs> no, he'll never talk again. Take your lips away. He can't talk. Burn the lips. He can't talk for two Burn weeks. The li- Take Burn the, the lips, lips away. Never title. talk again. <laughs> <laughs> Watch Radiohead steal that now. Yeah, exactly. I know Tom York's a listener. Oh wait, that's a weird Al. That's a weird Ali Alkovich fucking burn the witch of Radiohead, no, the, right? There's a red, yeah, Radiohead. Yeah, it's a, it's yeah. There we go. It doesn't matter. It's the we'll weird Ali Alkovich version of burn the witch by Radiohead. Edit that so that the joke's kind of funny. Um, no, I'm going to leave job. it exactly as it is because it's funnier <laughs> to tell you. It's funnier when you uh, when you when you put in edit notes. Thanks, um, man. What's your favourite part of this entire film? What's oh. what's BP, you're gonna have to go with that one, man. Like, BP, I, come on, give I, us I, give us I've like your a... favorite part of the film. All of it. Okay, um, <laughs> that's a good part of the film. <laughs> Literally. So, so I. So what happened is when I first watched this film. So we used to have a group of people. This was before I became, um, you know, dad BP. Yeah. Um, okay. And then, you know, and had kids and got my life ruined. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And Dad of the Year award goes to BP. This is when I used to have fun. Um, Before Deep War Horizon, yeah? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And we used to do these um, things with like a group of like six or seven of like, you know, my best mates. And we used to choose these films that are known as, you know, being so uh, bad that they're Mm -hmm. good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, And this this was one of them. And I remember we were just sitting there watching it and... It's just so 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 funny. Um, yeah. The, yeah, yeah. That that's why we were watching it, and and over the years, every time I watch it, even the other day, I'm like find myself laughing at other bits. <laughs> mm. So like, it's so difficult to say what my favourite bit is because there's so many little bits in there that you don't. You're like, how did I miss that the first time? Like, for example, there's a bit where they go into the, like this club bit, mm-hmm. and um, there's like a gang there. And there's a guy who like takes centre stage and he's like, I'll take him on. And he's got a bat and he does the weirdest swinging in his baseball bat I've ever seen. Like yeah, it's yeah, a weird yeah. like a bat on twelve. Yeah. Um, there's lots of there's uh, lots of know, guys falling over mid shot and then them just yeah. using that take in this. And and then you've got obviously um you know the 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 waiter guy who like laughs at suicide. Oh my god. Oh, oh man, that guy I c I couldn't yeah, he's like the worst thing of the film. Like he's the bit that makes it not funny. It physically felt like someone was wringing my stomach, like yeah, a, yeah. like a fucking yeah. washcloth. But then you've also got the bit where they go to, um, you know, to get to get one of the henchmen, mm-hmm. and um, and then they can't even get for a patio door. Like, oh, don't, oh my god, where he's fucking freeze, police, and he's struggling with the door and handle. Struggling to get the door, and you're like, but you, the funny thing is, is like in my head, I'm like, that was definitely meant to be open. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. And they just yeah, yeah. like somebody locked it, and they're like, oh, "Fuck!" Yeah. I love the I love the fact that every time these seasoned police officers arrest someone, it takes them about forty five minutes to get a pair of handcuffs on them. Yeah, <laughs> I think I've got I've got a few different favorite bits of this movie. Right, mm. uh, number one straight off the bat is that in the first, it's the the whole first fifteen minutes of this movie is my favorite part of this movie. Uh, in the first fifteen minutes, you have a full gang fight slash murder scenes. Mm-hmm. You have a cocaine bust gone wrong that turns into an extended... And when mm-hmm. I say extended, I mean like an eight-minute-long car chase. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's just, sped up yeah. footage. All of the footage is sped up. There's a helicopter oh involved. Yeah. And then just it immediately... I mean, like, immediately, immediately stops. <laughs> and then just cuts to the sex scene. And bear yeah. in mind, right? With I, no audio, just There soundtrack. is no audio. 
I, you, you use the term soundtrack so fucking liberally there. Holy Excuse me. Is, the, I love the soundtrack of this it's fan, it, You can't call it a soundtrack because I, I, I went into this, right? I googled Samurai Cop 1991 soundtrack and the yeah. only thing that comes up is happy birthday and that is brackets uncredited. <laughs> so my favourite part is the first 15 minutes for that. Mm-hmm. The second favourite part is him and... He just like sacks off the first person that he's having sex with, who is referred mm-hmm. to as his girlfriend, who is also yeah. his co-worker. Yeah. He just sacks that idea off completely to chase oh, immediately. the restaurant owner's daughter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Jennifer is her name? Yeah, Jennifer. <laughs> and uh... <laughs> also the the his original, you know, uh, girl you know, girlfriend that he had mm-hmm. in it um was also in the helicopter flying above him and then yeah. she asked the guy for a fuck. The yeah. helicopter, oh, and yeah. he's just like, what? I'm flying a helicopter. The happy birthday scene after this fucking samurai cop has been uh, <laughs> just creepily, like, sliming all over Jennifer. Mm-hmm. For every scene that they're in together, he is, like, the seediest, creepiest bastard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, she's like, it's Sunday, I go to church, and also it's my birthday. So <laughs> he takes her to the beach, gets her naked, and then just walks out in a thong singing happy birthday. Yep. It's the best thing I've ever seen. It's a normal Saturday. That's if that if why I'm 33 and not once has that happened to me on my birthday. And I'm not gonna lie, I'm fuming. I'm yeah. fuming that that was ever an option. Yeah, yeah, I do it yeah. every birthday, mate. It's part, part I mean. of my routine now. From now on, that's what I'm gonna be doing. If no one greets me in a thong and okay after <laughs> harassing me for the last three weeks, I'm fuming. Don't worry, mate. Three weeks before your birthday, you'll see. I'll be there for you. You fucking better In be, my mate. thong. You better be. <laughs> and I think uh, we can't really talk about... Um, so like, I would probably say my overall favourite thing of it is the whole line that he uses quite frequently throughout the film, which is, keep it warm. Oh, my God. Um, oh, my... So, yeah. So, for every single thing <laughs> a woman says to me, he ends the conversation with, I'll see you later. Keep it warm. Keep it warm. Now, oh. what is she keeping warm? Vagina. Yeah, I thought they came. I thought they came that way as standard. <laughs> hey, you know if you're in the Antarctica. Yeah, I mean, is it just that he makes their blood run so cold that they yeah. have to physically put effort into keeping their their vaginas warm? <laughs> I mean, have you guys seen teeth though? Yeah, I have seen teeth, but I've got a fundamental problem with the premise of that film. Is it the teeth? No, it's the fact that <laughs> vaginas with teeth are not scary. What do you mean, Ben? Do you like blowjobs? I see your point. <laughs> I see your point. But I think it's like, it's also like a genius thing because imagine like if you were out and you were trying to chat up someone, right? Yeah. <laughs> you're having a full blown conversation and you need a piss. Yeah. So you're like, I need the toilet. Yeah. I'll be back. Keep it warm. <laughs> right. You go off. Oh either God. that person is going to be gone and you're like, yeah. not for me. Yeah. Or... The person's still there and you're like, you're a fucking keeper. <laughs> yeah, but are they though? I think both outcomes in that scenario, <laughs> they're not a keeper. Scenario, yeah, they're not a Unless keeper. Unless they've seen Samurai Cop. Y- yeah. well, yes. I mean, yeah. I think that, that, yeah, I think the chances of that are pretty fucking slim. But I think that's <laughs> the only outcome where they are a keeper. 
Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Because if, if, if I said to somebody, keep it warm and they didn't leave, I'd go, you're going to be a fucking bunny boiler. Because that is de facto. But that's you being a bunny boiler and then finding one of your own and going, no, 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 no. I know myself pretty fucking well. I know myself pretty fucking well. I'm good. Yeah, yeah. I'm good. Yeah. So I think my, my favorite scene, and um, we, we may play it. We'll see how it comes out in the edit. Mm-hmm. The scene where they visit um, the patient who is suffering with a terrible case of burnt lips. <laughs> and the, the nurse Official medical diagnosis. inexplicably gives them the diagnosis and then walks out and then just turns to him and goes do you like what you see oh god oh, yeah, yeah. What he, the goes, fuck? he goes she's so yeah. forward yeah yeah and she goes would you like to touch what you see he's like of course and then every point where every point between the question it cuts to his partner who yeah. makes some fucked up face frank washington he's like frank washington <laughs> Oh, Frank Washington spends most of his film, most of this film, just being cut to where he stood stationary, watching what is happening and helping in no way whatsoever. Hey, man, he pulls funny faces. Yeah. Yep. And And looks directly at camera multiple times. All the time. I think him and the waiter, I was beginning to go... I think this director might need to like visit like a sort of race awareness course. Yeah, there's there's, there's yeah. Just some moments where you're just like, mm. there's that reoccurring yeah. joke as well about how uh, how Frank Washington, because he is a black man, mm-hmm. will he's he's always being told to take the heat because he's yeah. like, oh, the the police chief is going to burn my ass like charcoal, <laughs> and then the joke is, but it's already black. Yeah, yeah. and uh, it's kind of like that joke said like three or four times and it's like ooh yeah yeah okay there's one part where they like high five about it like it's a great <laughs> feat like oh good yeah. one buddy we didn't yeah. see that one come in for um, the fourth time Thank and i think you. My, my second favorite part is in the credits where um in the credits you have edited by ruben zadurian uh and amir shervan production manager ali fashadfa sound mixer sasha boom operator sean because they just forgot to get their surnames. <laughs> <laughs> so they're like, what was the boom operator's name? I don't know. Uh, Sean? Was it Sean? We'll just put Sean. What's his surname? Uh, I don't know. There's, there's absolutely no way of finding out. Because, to be honest, the actual on-location sound is about 5% of this fucking film. <laughs> yeah, I like to think that, they, that they'd watched, you know, like, all the, the cult classic Italian horror movies and had just tried to go for, like, a Suspiria yeah, type yeah, dub, yeah. Sort of you know, sound studio. Yeah, 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 that's yeah. what they were going for, man. I can appreciate that. The best, per- the best fucking character in this entire movie by a million miles, and I say this unironically mm-hmm. and wholeheartedly: the police chief. He is yeah. an absolute fucking legend. I feel like I got a club up my ass, and I need to find yes. a way to take Dude, it out. That guy, that guy gives no fucks. He literally says, "I'm about to lose my job because of this fucking asshole. I need you guys yeah. to go and kill all of these other men, and then come back here, and then we all resign together." I'm like, "What the fuck kind of mental plan is this? I'm into it, man. Life on the edge. Let's do Living it. Life on the edge. Man, it's like he went home, like panicking that he was going to lose his job. Watched mm. Die Hard once, and then just ran back into work and was like, "Go murder all these guys now." Fucking go. Listen, this guy, he's he's been done for coke, he's lost his wife, his kids. Yeah. Um, you know, he just he just wants to keep his job. <laughs> Mate, he's he has an argument with a lawyer. The lawyer of yeah. the, the, Get out of my office. He's like, get the fuck out of my fuck you, get out of my office, get a job. I'll see you in so court. the lawyer? I'll see you in court, I'll see you in hell. Get a job. Yeah, get a job. Get fuck a you. Job. Amazing. That's one of my favorite lines. Dude, it's the best thing. The fucking the fact 
the oh, what's his name? Fucking is it Fujiyama? Fujiyama mm, yeah. is no, it's um, it's uh, Yamaha or Omaha. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, 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 that was that was Okamura. I think oh, he was yeah, talking yeah. about there. So Fujiyama, like the 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 head of the Katana Gang, mm-hmm. the most wanted, one of the most wanted people on the police list. Yep, as is said by Samurai Cop. Yet they have many many interactions with him <laughs> in restaurants, <laughs> in the streets, where they just don't arrest him because they don't have any evidence. Yeah, but yeah. he is number one. He's on the, the most police wanted. Yeah, list. Yeah, 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 yeah. So him mm-hmm. being a sixty-year-old man creeping over this fucking little Jennifer, and then Jennifer yep. is like. Jennifer's mom is like, he's been good to you. You should stay with the you should stay with the head of the katana gang who's a cocaine dealer. No, mom. I fuck you, mom. I'm in love with Samurai Cop. Oh my god. The whole His thing is name terrifying. Is Samurai Cop. What the are we gonna rate this terrifying. then? I, I'm doing a full U-turn. I started this and I was like, I kind of hated it. I feel like mm-hmm. I might have wasted my entire life. But you feel like maybe you you've, you've chewed over it? Yeah. Dude, I'm, we, we're like scraping the fucking top. This movie goes so deep. Yep. It's, it's incredible. It's incredible. The amount of shootouts and fight scenes and fucking <laughs> like weird shit that just immediately cuts to full frontal like nudity yeah, and yeah. sex scenes. It's like, it's like he wanted to do... A kung fu movie and a softcore mm-hmm. porn movie, and had yes. enough enough footage for both, but then just threw them together, and was like, "That'll do." That's yeah. probably it. So for me, I think the point I'm trying to make is nine out of ten. <laughs> 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 for sheer just batshit insanity, like it is that it is the men- it's one of the mentalist movies I've ever seen in my entire life. It does have the fantastic quote from Samurai Cop: "I have a neighbor next door." <laughs> <laughs> that's, I mean, that's you've got you've got this entire film, and I made a note. This entire film is written with that sort of dialogue, which is like, "Hello, sister, that I have looked after by working two jobs since our father died in a tragic accident in 1993. Would you like some tea? Like it's all." But then there that's is... the end of the scene. Like, there's <laughs> no tea. The the... You never get that result. <laughs> yeah, She's yeah, never yeah. in the film again. And nobody, then it's, it's yeah, full frontal nudity. Nobody talks, talks like people. They all talk like sort of Metal Gear Solid cutscenes. <laughs> but not as good. And that's what makes it so good. It's like PS1 era dialogue done badly. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's kind of the point I made when I mentioned Resident Evil earlier, but you know, yeah, you shout on that. Re- so. Yeah, sorry, I'm a little, I'm too emotionally invested in Resident <gasps> Evil. I'm sorry, <laughs> should Rayman pick Rayman? Rayman, all right. I'm not the, the famously silent protagonist, Rayman. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's the that's the reference I was going to make. Yeah, thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> Crash Bandicoot, Spyro, <laughs> Pac Man. To be fair, you could replace the dialogue in this film with Pac Man noises. You'd still get it. Yeah, BP. Yep. What are you rating it? like 10 out of 10 <laughs> 10 out of 10 fucking love it man <laughs> nothing but respect for it you have to approach these films sort of knowing what they are when you go into mm. it because if you don't you think they're shit mm. and you can see why like if i literally <laughs> just sit any 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 of like you know my my casual movie friends in front of this and say we're gonna watch samurai cop they will literally just punch me in the face and leave yeah. <laughs> um but but if you are like a fan of film, mm-hmm. I think, and, and understand the process, um, then you understand that how little of these films follow any form of process. Yeah. 
Yeah. Whoa, whoa, <laughs> that's... whoa, whoa. The mise-en-scene <laughs> yeah. of Samurai Carpus through the, the framing oh my of God. this. Yeah. There, is a, there is a momentary, there's like a fucking a moment shot where I didn't realize that, that it, uh, it was focused on a sword. It was just a, <laughs> yeah. a guy's tits. And I was like, what am I looking at here? Yeah. Like he's just, like... he's just pulled the sword and now I'm looking at his chest. Oh, there's the sword. Okay. I, like, I like the fact the scenes are violently different. Like shots within the same scene will be a violently different color to one another. Yeah. yeah. And also like every shot, rather than having like, you know, somebody's talking, they are the only person talking, so they will be the central mm-hmm. figure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You will have more space at the top of the screen yeah. than yeah. you will yeah, like yeah, yeah. them centrally. And that happens like in like every scene. And that's just another part of its charm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then so no- I, I do find these films like like Samurai Cop and like I've said uh, said to you uh, in some of the messages, Miami mm. Connection, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which is another one <laughs> like this, yeah. um, where they are charming in their own way. And if you see past how bad they are, they yeah. actually become the absolute opposite. There's a lot, which of charm is why in this film, yeah. I always rate them so high i mean it's not charming in regards to you know asking people to keep it warm um, <laughs> it's not charming the in the terms of dialogue or or you know, intent or, or yeah, intent yeah. or fucking any sort of moral yeah, yeah it's the same sort of charm that um when like a, a young child brings you a drawing and it could be a lion it could be a sunflower it, it could really be anything and we all <laughs> yeah. it's shit right well you don't yeah. tell them it's shit you go well, that's a lot of effort. Well done. You're well very done. proud of it. I'm going to put it on the fridge. You are all and... better people than me because I am literally <laughs> like, I don't know what this is. <laughs> Maybe this is why I don't hang out with my friend's kids much. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, I mean yeah. if, if, if I tell my daughter like something is bad of hers, mm. like literally I will get judo chopped to the neck. Yeah. And judging yeah, yeah. what we've all learned from Samurai Cop is that that is a lethal blow. That is so a lethal blow. you've got to be blow. careful with that, all right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I do not want burnt lips. Yeah, dude. <laughs> You've got to avoid burnt lips at all times, man. You'll never that's talk the lesson. again. That's the lesson that we're, uh, that we're all taking away today. Yeah. Do not burn your lips because you can't talk for a few weeks. Yeah. Also, you might end up getting decapitated whilst being heavily guarded by one police officer. Did you all notice that there is one badge? In this yeah. entire movie, yeah, yeah, there's no other, there's no badges on the policeman nope. or on the cops anywhere, apart from the one guy that's guarding the guy in the hospital. I think he bought it himself yep. and then just didn't share it with anyone. <laughs> he was only there for one day, man. Like <laughs> he had three hours spare to yeah, shoot this exactly. entire movie. <laughs> and the director was like, "Can we keep the badge?" He's like, "Nah, no, this no. was this, this was three ninety nine. It was three ninety nine from the dollar store. So you know, I stole this from Serpico." Yeah. <laughs> Along with the hair. Yeah. <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> BP, thank you so fucking much for joining us, man. It's been it's an been absolute pleasure. Incredible, thank mate. You incredible pleasure. Thank you so much for, for having me on. I, I've, I've you know, enjoyed this. I enjoyed watching the, the movie for the hundredth time. Oh, well, um, we cannot thank you enough for introducing it to us. You, I mean, honestly, I can. I'm going to thank you once because I'm still trying to like shake <laughs> the fever dream feeling. <laughs> but You know what? If, if in a couple of weeks you watch it again, mm. I've done my job. I mean, maybe, maybe. I think if I ever like run into anyone where I'm kind of like, I'm acquaintances with, but I'm not really friends with, mm. and I'm like, buddy, you need to see a fucking great movie. If they, if they ever ask me for a movie, I'm giving them this on Blu-ray because yeah. I bought the Blu-ray. <laughs> it's a sort of cinematic equivalent of a finger up the back when you're having a blowy, isn't it? It's like, first time's very odd very confusing leads to a lot of questions and some people get into it and they're into it and other people it's just never going to be for them but um sure that's that's fine man 
But everyone, thank you so fucking much for hanging out with us. Please, please go and check out the Let's Talk Horror podcast. It it's is incredible. fucking fantastic. Yeah, go on. It's bloody brilliant. It's, it's bloody fucking brilliant. BP also does Instagram Lives where we hang out and we chat stuff about horror movies. It's very fun, very entertaining. Make sure you check him out. Follow him on the socials. We love and appreciate each and every one of you from the bottom of our hearts and from the bottom of our balls. Please, <laughs> from our burnt lips to the bottom of our balls, please go and watch this movie. It is mm, chef's kiss wonderful. Fantastic. <laughs> Fantastic. Bye-bye, guys. We'll see you all soon, stay guys. Warm. Before we stop, Ben. Uh... <laughs> stay warm. <laughs> keep it warm, guys. Keep it warm. Keep keep warm. Keep warm. Keep, keep it keep warm. It warm. <laughs> It's the worst sign off to any episode that we've ever done. That's gonna be sign that's gonna be my sign off for everything. Oh, yeah. Keep it warm. Oh, we're keeping that. It's the bit it's like it's where he looks and points at the vagina every time. It's, it's like a little kid seeing a picture yeah. of ovaries for the first time going, Fanny. <laughs> Keep it warm. Keep it warm, guys. Keep it warm. Keep it warm.